Hello everybody, TLC back for another episode. Today is actually our 10th episode, the big 1-0. It's pretty hard to believe I already had 10 episodes, even though it's not really a lot. It's like, I feel like it's a milestone. Anyway, for today's episode, I'm going to talk about something as big as our milestone for the show. As most of you probably know, the March for Life, the single largest pro-life event of the year, happened just last Friday. This was actually the first year of holding the march, with Roe v. Wade dead and gone. With Roe gone, we've already estimated that tens of thousands of babies have been saved. However, we aren't going to stop marching. This isn't anywhere near over. We may have gotten rid of one of the biggest obstacles in our way, but that's only one boss battle down. We aren't stopping until abortion is unthinkable. On that note, I just wanted to take today's episode to talk to you guys with you guys about how the march went. Anyway, before we do that, obviously, we're going to look at a meme, because we look at a meme every time. Though, I mean, it's not going to be really a meme this time. I thought I'd look at some of the funny, um, well, one of the funny signs uh, that was at the March for Life. Real quick, this, this was pretty amazing, I think, especially for anyone who likes chicken sandwiches from a certain... A restaurant that's closed on Sundays. So unfortunately, I did not actually get to see these guys. Like I would have, I I I would have just fell down. And uh, I mean, obviously, you guys can't really see them either. But if you look online, I believe it's at live action, but I could be wrong. They have a list of I think it's twenty eight uh, of the best pro life signs. Something that was at the march. March. I mean, obviously, there are, like, the normal ones, like, the oh, someone is dressed up like a baby and put their head in the signs. Those are funny. But I think this is the—this this one is the best one. I don't really—I um, want to take most time to explain what actually happened in the march, so I'm just going to show you guys one. But this, this was the best one. Basically, there are these three guys, and each of them has a sign. It's the cows. It's the Chick-fil-A cows. But instead of eat more chicken, it says save more babies. But babies is spelled B-A-B-E-E-Z. So it's just, it's amazing. And again, I've said this every episode now, but like I would really like to have a okay, way to show you guys these. But it's just, <laughs> oh, these guys are crazy. Anyway, gotta love pearl lifers. Anyway, um, now, with that done, I will tell you about the March for Life, what actually happened there. So I went down with my school. I know some people went down with their schools, some people went down with their parish, whatever happened. Even if you just went down with your family, works too. No matter how you get there or who you bring with you, you should 100% go. Anyway, so I went down with my school, and uh, on the way down, it was a pretty long drive over to D.C., so that was not fun, but... You know, people have longer drives. I've heard some people have, like, a 16-hour drive, so just thank God that was not me. I barely could deal with the four-hour one. That was... Anyway. Once we got there, though, it was totally worth it. It was just a short walk to, like, the actual site of the march where they were, like, actually holding it. And then once we got there, we had to listen to these amazing speeches from all kinds of people. There was a doctor lady there. There was this, uh... There was a girl who she was, I, I mean, she was a progressive. She was kind of leftist, but she was pro-abortion. Pro she was, 
she was pro-life. I'm sorry. But, uh, she was pro-life. She was a pro-life leftist Democratic person. I'm sorry. It's like, it's so weird to say. It just, uh, but anyway, she was, uh, she was very aggressive. You can listen to her speech. I mean, it, but aggression is a good thing to have. I mean, when channeled the right way, obviously I'm not saying to go like burn down any buildings like <coughs> Antifa. Anyway, point here being she was, she was quite good as well, but the best, the best two speeches and I'm not biased just because they were the only two guys that spoke. Actually, well, they weren't the only two guys that spoke. There was also Chris Smith from uh, NJ. There was uh, another another guy from somewhere, another senator guy. Um, I'm sorry. I forget their most of the names. But you can definitely look up March for life speakers and find all these people. But the best two speeches were the ones from Tony Dungy, the NFL coach. And Jonathan Rumi, the man who plays Jesus in The Chosen, which I also made an episode on. And you guys should definitely watch and go watch the movie on February 2nd or 3rd or both. Please. The Chosen is very good. I promise they're not sponsoring me. It's just a good show. You should just watch it. Anyway. Like, they these speeches were amazing. I'm not going to tell you anything about them because I don't want to spoil them for you. You can tell you a little bit. Um, Dungey's was basically more about his, like, his uh, life as a coach and a very specific thing that happened while he was coaching that kind of opened him up to this huge, like, revelation about Jesus which is, and God and religion, which I think was great. And then Jonathan Rumi's was about how, like, we have this kind of culture of death in our society and the kinds of things we should do to move beyond that and how this whole death culture is essentially satanic Attempts from Satan to pull people away from God and goodness and holiness and all these things and pull us into these weird, creepy things. And anyway, they're both really good. Definitely watch them both. Honestly, I liked Rumi's more. So, I mean, I, I that may be, again, slightly biased because I know more about The Chosen than I do about the NFL. But uh, to be fair... Uh, yeah, I, I honestly think Rumi's was better by just a little bit. Definitely watch both of them. They're both amazing. They're, these are both great people, great men. Definitely watch both of those speeches. Just look them up once I get, once you finish this episode, just go look up Tony Dungy martial arts speech or Jonathan Rumi martial arts speech and they'll come up pretty easily. Anyway, after the speeches, we filed out of the area and got straight to marching. Or at least that's what I would have liked to do. Instead, we got to experience something that felt more like the stand for life for the first 20 minutes as we waited for the tens of thousands of people to get into the street and start marching. Don't get me wrong, I'm like, I'm super happy that so many people came. Like, I'm, it's, I'm really happy about that. I am not saying to not come. Please come. More people come. Make me wait another extra 20 minutes in that line. Even though I will, I hate waiting. Like, it's worth it if that means that so many people are coming that's so clogged up. But yeah, they just, they, they just really need to work on their crowd control, man. <laughs> like, hire me. I'll do it. I, I, I could, I, we just need to have like four different ways for people to come out of the thing. No, but I mean, to be fair, they did do a really good job besides like that first like little bit of the thing. The route was amazing, worked perfectly. They also had to redo the route this year because 
Um, basically, since this is no longer a Supreme Court issue, we are now going marching by Congress instead. So we're marching by the Capitol building. No, we are not raiding the Capitol building. But we're marching by the Capitol building. And we're going to go in and... Uh, let's go in. I said go in. We're not going to go in. We're not going in. We are not raiding the Capitol building. <laughs> okay. We're go- we go around the Capitol building, down the street. And then we just, instead of marching around the Supreme Court, we march around the Capitol building, because now this is up to the senators and representatives to create laws that are pro-life laws. Anyway, back to the actual marching. It was a great, amazing experience once we actually got to start marching. And I know some people did not get to go or worry about attending due to fear of counter-protesters. I do know people who were in both of these scenarios. Either they couldn't go because, like, the place they were going with stopped them from going or they said they weren't going, or they were just personally worried about going because of counter-protesters. And that is a very fair and legitimate reason to not want to go. Like, these people are kind of crazy. We've seen what these psycho leftists can do sometimes. And that's not to say that, like, only leftists are evil. I'm not saying that, but, like, come on. I think it was 118 churches that have been attacked by crazy pro-aborts by now. Like, what? It's not, it hasn't even been a year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. And all this is already happening. Like, people are kind of crazy about this whole thing. Anyway, um, what I should tell you about this is that there are very, very, very few counter-protesters, if any, at the march. Last year, there were none, absolutely zero, that I saw. This year, the only ones I saw were, like, these dumb eight college students or something on top of this, like, ten-story building who were flipping us off. Like, ooh, scary. We'll stop marching because of these eight upset gender studies majors. Oh no, what are they going to do? <laughs> but seriously, like, it's, it's completely ridiculous. And despite the fact that this is supposed to be a minority issue, all of them were white. So this is cra- really, really about the minorities. And not just crazy woke people. And I'm not saying that all white people are bad because then I would be like the crazy woke people. But like the liberals who are saying all these things and talking about minorities all the time, saying minorities need abortions, are white. Like minorities don't want abortions because most minorities are Christian and realize that abortion is bad. Like, I think this is a general thing that we can agree on. At least I know definitely most Latino people. I don't know really about black people. They're probably split 50, about 50-50 on this. I know definitely Latino uh, people are not not split on this mostly. I mean, they're split. there's like a small split, obviously. Most of us are definitely on the side of uh, pro-life side. Even, like, Latino Democrats are on the pro-life side, so... They're not going to get us anytime soon. Anyway, 
they were jerks, flipping us off from the top of their building, whatever. Most of my classmates started flipping them off, too. It was just very fun. I'll admit that I got one or two in. Maybe shouldn't have, in hindsight, you know, but it, it was funny in the moment. I'm sorry. But, I mean, it was just, it was a little refreshing, honestly, to do, to uh, flip the bird at them because they were really just being jerks. But, yeah, don't, don't do that. I'm not going to do that again. You maybe do it once if you're, like, really in the, you know, you've got the zeal going, really, uh, in the moment, but, like, we, we shouldn't, really, I shouldn't have done that, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, uh, engage these people, just ignore them, there, or do what some other people did, which was very funny, they, uh, they literally, like, okay, so, basically, they were flipping everybody off and whatever, and screaming down uncreative insults, half of them you couldn't hear, because they were on this super high building, like, our German teacher who was with us was literally calling them cowards because they were on this... Like, the building was, like, ridiculously tall. It was, like, the size of a, like, very large house. I'm not sure what it was, actually. Like, it was some kind of museum, I guess, because I don't know how else you have a roof entry or an observatory or something. I don't know, but it was a huge, big building. And they were, like, on top of it, Acting like they were, whoa, yeah, so scary. They, like, I don't know what they were doing, man. They were just absolutely cowards. They couldn't even come down and actually try to stop us. They were just from up there, all the way, like, 50 feet in the air. So, yeah, even our German teacher, who is, like, this relatively nice, I mean, not relatively nice, she is nice, but this, like, nice, relatively old lady, He's calling them cowards. So they're just completely repugnant people. But basically what uh, some of the pro-lifers did as as they were walking by and as they were, you know, flipping us off and insult. And by the way, flipping off means, like, sticking up your middle finger to somebody. Just in case people don't know that. Because to be fair, I only realized what that meant, like, two or three years ago. So, just in case somebody is either, like, old and doesn't understand, like, the new kid lingo, or, like, (laughs) I said new kid lingo. Now, nobody's going to believe that I'm a teenager, actually. That's pretty funny. But, or or you're just like me and, like, a protected child and, like, ooh, what what does that mean? But, uh, either way, yeah, that means sticking up your middle finger to somebody, bad thing to do. Anyway. So they were doing that and throwing insults, and then the pro-lifers who walk by just cheer so loudly at them. It, like, blows them back. It's so funny. And they just, like, they, they drop silent. They're like, yeah, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna say anything anymore. I'm pretty sure they just kept flipping people off. They may have left. I don't really know. I don't really care, honestly. It's like, these people are just... These people are just jerks, honestly. They're not... They're definitely not an issue to the movement. They're not really going to be able to do anything to stop us. And they are a perfect example of why there will never be a large counter-protester issue with the March for Life. And why you guys should never, never, never 
be afraid to come because of counter protesters. Because in the end, they are afraid of us. Like, it's that simple. I'm not be trying to be cocky or anything. Or like, ha take that, losers. Your stupid law is gone. And abortion's going to die. Suck it. No, no, no. It's just, they're just, they're actually afraid of us. They are afraid of taking on 100,000 pro-lifers because that's how many people were at that march that were pro-life. Like, they are not going to take us all on. Not like we're going to go fight them, despite the fact that I'm pretty sure at least half the people in that crowd were armed. They were very much country Republican there. Like, the, the whole whole stereotypical image, leather jacket, cowboy hat, gun, they were just... I mean, I didn't see anything else. Like, probably... I'm not going to say there were probably weren't some armed people. Because, you know... We're Republicans. We like the Second Amendment. And on top of that, there's snipers and a lot of police presence. So, like... You, you, they're not going to try anything. And they are afraid of taking us all on. Because they know they'll be shut down. We're not going to do anything violent to them. But we are not going to let them shut us down... So their counter-protest is going to be completely ineffective. Anyway, the uh, point of the whole long rant was, don't be afraid of counter-protesters. Come to the March for Life. It's great. Anyway, so moving on from the crazies, there were many, many more pro-lifers who were having the time of their lives there and actually helping to improve everyone else's experience. It was literally everything you could think of, from a marching band to a random pretzel vendor. They also had a lot of Let's Go Brandon merch there. I mean, not like officially sold by the March for Life because I'm pretty sure they're like a non-political organization. But like there were a good amount of street vendors who had um, Let's Go Brandon merch. Like uh, they had hats, beanies, flags. I, I would have probably bought something, but like we technically aren't allowed to buy anything cause like that because it's a school trip, so we weren't really supposed to. Maybe next year I'll sneak one in. Shh, don't tell anybody. Anyway, uh, even on top of that, they just give out like free signs everything if you can don't bring your own sign. Uh, the signs this year were okay. I liked the ones from last year, basically the last year sign. This is another moment where I really, really wish I had a camera to show you guys this. But anyway, last year's sign was basically it was like a bait because the point is that the same uh, like leftist liberal people always want to protect like the animals. Half of them are vegans because they say you can't eat animals. Uh, they always want the laws to protect animals, but they won't protect baby and baby animals. But they won't protect baby humans. So it's a panda holding up a sign that says, save the baby humans. Just like how people hold up signs saying, save the baby pandas, save the baby giraffes, or whatever. Not that I don't like baby giraffes or baby pandas. Obviously, we should save animals. We should protect animals. We're meant to be. We're called to be stewards of God's creation. So I'm very much against poachers. Just because I like guns doesn't mean I like poachers at all or anything like that. Or mass destruction of ecosystems. But... I think that definitely it is somewhat hypocritical to go for all these things and say, yeah, we should just kill off people if we don't really want to, them to be around. 
So I like that sign. This one, we had some of the love them both signs, which is basically like this. It's a heart-shaped sign. There's a picture of a, uh, of a mother and a baby in the womb. So it's like love them both. Basically, the, the idea of, because everyone says the pro-life movement is just about the baby. Really, it's about the baby. It's about the mother. And I don't really, I don't really like limiting it to love them both. I think that like the idea of the father being very important in that role, too is something we should be focusing on. And that's something that I think the pro-life movement has, I'm sorry, this is going to sound really bad, but like utterly failed on. Actually, utterly is the wrong, but I would say they have not done a good job on that as they could have done. But like, I'm not going to drain like, the pro-life movement. They're great. Everybody in the pro-life movement is amazing. They're all doing great work. I'm technically part of the pro-life movement too, so... Though I guess I'm a very small part with my, like, ten followers plus the one guy from Taiwan. Hello. But, um... What was I going to say? There are, um... There's a lot of room in the product movement for expansion on the thing of fathers. There's only one group I know that actually, like, does stuff about that. It's called Sisters for Life, and they have a little thing about fathers and working with fathers, and basically what they do is they grab men. They don't grab men. <laughs> that sounds weird. They get men to um, who want to volunteer and help them to go counsel with new fathers while they counsel the woman out, try to counsel her out of getting an abortion. I mean, I'm assuming this is after they've kind of counseled the woman out of getting an abortion because there's not much point in counseling the father if the mother is going to kill the child. And again, I'm going to go... I'm going to do another episode on this. This will probably be my next episode about kind of like the importance of fathers, the importance of the husband in the whole abortion thing and how that is almost by both sides, it feels sometimes undermined. The father's role is, is a little undermined both times. And this is... I understand that on the sign. It's going it, to... Love them both looks a lot better and is a lot aesthetically looks aesthetically better and is a lot easier to write than love all three of them. It just rolls off the tongue better, but, like, I think it's just a really big, like, thing in the pro-life movement, too. Because you always hear, we love the baby and we love the mom, but it's just missing that one last thing, and God purposely made a family with father, mother, and child. There is there's a three-part thing here. It's not just two, not just one, it's all three of them. So, that is definitely something important. I'm going to do another episode on that because I'm not going to take on all of that time now to explain that and go into that because I would take another half hour. And I know you guys probably don't want to listen to me talk for a whole hour straight. And after this, you guys should be watching those two March Live speeches and the other ones you want to, but definitely at least the Dungy and Rumi ones. Anyway, there are also lots of other cool signs. There was one Spanish one. I got the Spanish one this year. I mean, it was two-sided. One side that said, pray for, abort- pray for an abortion, and the other side said, pray for an abortion in Spanish. It's just, but... Yeah, so that was um, the sign I got this year. There was also, like, a little, like, paddle fan sign. It said, let them live. Uh, that was from Save the Storks, which is a great organization. 
they passed out a few pamphlets, which I'm actually going to look into. Uh, it's for internships, and what you have to do is you go to www.abortionno, and the N is, and no is capitalized, .org slash intern. And then you should get some, uh, you should get some uh, internship opportunities. I'm going to look into it myself. I'll get back to you guys next time on that to see how that goes. Um, and then also what my per my personal favorite thing that I got from the March for Life people that they were passing out was a page of stickers. I am going to use these stickers. I am going to keep these stickers. The, the this is I they have stickers now. This is beautiful. I hope they have stickers again next year. I love stickers. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that was um that was what they did in terms of signs. They did have the one random pretzel vendor. I'm sure it's fine. I don't think he's actually, like, sponsored by the March or anything. But, like, kudos to him for just being there with his pretzels. Like, you get pretty hungry after walking for, like, two hours straight. His his wares were nearly gone. That guy had a field day. And good for him. Like, let, let let him make money off of this. It's good. We're supporting uh, pretzel vendors in D.C. <laughs> but yes, the marching band was great. There were lots of um, there were lots of other things too. There were lots of signs, and then the one thing that is possibly like. It's, I don't want to say life-changing, because I feel like if you're at the march, you're already, like, doing, or this is already part of your life. But I think that seeing what they show you in these things can definitely change your perspective even further. Basically, uh, both times we went to the march, and I'm assuming they just do this every time, there is a certain company... I'm, or, well, I mean, not a company. They're like a program, I guess would be the technical term for them, that shows footage of aborted babies. And it's, uh, yeah, sorry. I mean, obviously, if it's enough to, uh, you know, break me up with my incredible huge amounts of testosterone and masculinity, it's going to be, you know, very hard on other people, which is... The one thing that maybe, like, little children might be odd for them to go. I'm not saying they shouldn't go. I'm saying, like, when you pass by that thing, maybe, like, turn their head away. Because as much as people need to see this, you don't need to see it at, like, five years old. You can wait until the kid is, like, 12, at least, to show them these kinds of things. Because they do not have any qualms about showing people the actual truth. And I think that is something that actually is needed in this world more because there are a lot of pro-choicers who don't really understand what they're supporting. And when you show them these things, when you show them the video footage of the babies and when they're torn up and ripped to pieces and having their skulls crushed in and all the blood and gore and guts everywhere, like, this it changes people's perspective on the issue. And that's why people don't like it when you show those things. Because that's why they say, oh, you're going to hurt women by showing this. No, we're trying to help women. 
they don't want you to see that because they know if people see that, they will change their mind on this issue and they will say, wait a second, this is not good. Nothing about this screams women empowerment. This screams psychotic, evil, satanic thing that is not good for anybody. This screams infanticide. This screams dismembering children. This screams selling babies' body parts. Okay, don't specifically say about selling babies' body parts. But Planned Parenthood has already admitted to that, so I don't need to say I'm speculating anymore. They literally said it under oath. That's cool. For us, since we now have actual proof that they did that. It's not cool that they're doing that, obviously, but... It's uh, more power to us then because we know for a fact that these people are organ trafficking babies, ripping babies to to pieces in incredibly gruesome ways and hurting women that they are that they claim to be helping. We know all of these things and this is why we march and this is why we will keep marching until abortion is as dead and gone as Roe v. Wade is. But before we can send abortion straight to hell where it belongs, we have got to keep doing everything we can here, got to keep marching, and we need people to be pro-life legislatures, not legislators, though pro-life legislatures would be nice, we need pro-life legislators, people to make those laws in the first place. We need pro-lifers on the ground, which we have a lot of. We need pro-lifers in churches, Preaching, we need pro-lifers everywhere because this needs to be a thing that the entirety of America gets rid of. The only other countries that support this thing big are China and North Korea. I think we don't want to be part of that group. Like, I think it's pretty clear that America wants to be definitely different from those guys and that is something we are very similar in and we know that abortion is the biggest human rights issue of our time and before we can send that thing straight to the depths of heck we need to keep marching and i know that i and i know that hundreds of thousands of other people will do that every year all the time until abortion is completely gone And I hope that you guys will all join us because it is really an amazing, life-changing experience. And I just love how we can come together like this to support the preborn. I'm so glad I got to attend the march in this post-row world, and I look forward to many, many more. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our episode for today. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, on the topic of uh, the speeches, definitely watch those. Next episode, I think I'm going to be doing the role of fathers in the pro-life movement and in the abortion issue because that is that has been like a big thing for me. Uh, if you've been following me on Twitter, I posted about that a little while ago. But uh, basically, if you have any questions, email me at weneedtlc at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, we need TLC, or just no TLC. You, sh- you should find me on Twitter pretty easily. D'Angeli Too Conservative, but it's at, I believe my thing is we need TLC. So look for that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening.
Uh, this has been great. I hope you do definitely come to the March for Life next year and do any, whatever you can in your own specific states to uh, help fight against abortion. Because now the issue is less of a national thing and more of a specific states thing. So we definitely need to keep the fight strong there. I know there are specific, like state-specific walks for life that are happening across the country now. Definitely do your best to try to find where you have one if you're a state, if you have one. And even if you don't have a like, big event like that, just do whatever you can because really every little thing helps. So thank you guys so much, and I will see you guys next time. TLC, out.